What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Ease. Ease.com. Your first purchase, and I'm getting a lot of this, people are taking advantage of it. $20 off, promo code HAM, over 50 bucks, free delivery. E-A-Z-E.com, promo code HAM. Tell other people to use the promo code. Help out your friends. <laughs> Odell hasn't really said anything. Um, but like as this Antonio thing unfolded, my, one of my thoughts reading something that Schefter wrote was like, Odell Beckham becomes, I think, even a little more valuable to the 49ers, even a better value to them after Antonio got paid. And what Schefter wrote was like Julio, A.J. Green, Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, like all these guys are seeing what Antonio just got. Antonio got new money. Anybody that gets paid at that position is going to be happy about it. And I'm looking at Odell making 19, John a year going, well, Amari's making 14 right now. What's Amari going to be making after he gets paid next? If every receiver's happy about Antonio, then I should be happy to have a receiver that's under contract. And Odell is under contract. And we might look at that deal in a year or two and go, we were fine with it before. We're even more fine with it now at $19 million a year. Deal looks fantastic. You, you could say, though, just on paper, Antonio Brown should be making like three or four more than Odell. But Odell's got such a big contract last year, and Antonio's contract was older. Like, to me, Julio, he kind of got a bump last year. Remember, there was a little some weird shit going on. Uh, I think it's going to be fascinating with Amari. Amari's, his resume isn't close. Like, everyone keeps saying, like, thank God we got the break off Amari. I don't think Amari's getting $19 million. To me, he's like a $16 million a year player. Because if I'm the Cowboys, my comp's like Devontae Adams, who, who's been better. Devontae is one of the steals of the steals of the league, making fourteen and a half. To me, Julio would have a beef, motherfucker. Yeah. I want more new money. To me, Julio, Julio does have a guy, beef. He's the guy with the leverage. Like, does how much leverage does Amari have? I, I I've never thought he had that much. Well, I mean, Where, his leverage would just be that he's about to be a free agent. Yeah, but I, I, when people were acting like last year he was going to no show to Raiders training camp, they kept him. 
Like did he Khalil had fifty times more leverage than him just as a player. Yeah. Like again, this is back to our original argument. Amari, until he got rolling again in Dallas, was not good enough to pull that type shit. Why in the NFL guys don't pull that type stuff? When you're not good enough. Like he would have been like he because he would get crushed. We're like, what are you doing, bro? Like, is he good enough even with the Cowboys right now to not show up at training camp if he doesn't have a new deal? He does because I think his agent might tell you, well, he's got a little leverage. They need him. Yeah, and, and I, again, he, this yeah. is the last year of his contract. So, like, I think he proved to them he's much more valuable to them than he ever proved to the Raiders. Somebody had a great what? tweet. Did you see this one, too? Like, man, A.B. has shown, AB has shown the Raiders more love in 24 hours than Amari did in four years. He's <laughs> a different person. I don't know who tweeted that, but it was good. Yeah, but, but my point is just, like, he has, like, I don't think we can look at, I think Amari going into the Raiders season is different than Amari right now to the Cowboys. He was. I, I agree. So do you think, if you had to guess, and I say, well, let's assume this, they do not have a new deal worked out by the time training camp starts. Is he, is Amari Cooper at Dallas Cowboys training camp? I think he is. But it wouldn't just, make. Just at, I, just at a good faith or. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like he'd show up. Because I feel like it's going to be close to. I think they're going to get it done. I'd be surprised if Amari's like really doing what Khalil did last year. Well, the other thing is, it was clear with Khalil, like he's getting way more money than Derek Carr. Is Amari getting a bigger contract than Odell Beckham? No. So th- that to me, Khalil couldn't risk. Now Amari's got a big risk too, because what would Odell get? Like sixty-five million dollars. That Amari goes, okay, I got 14 guaranteed. Well, if I tear my Achilles in training camp, and let's say I would have got 60 guaranteed, you do the, you know, that's a big difference. Khalil's was gigantic, right? It was, he was scheduled to make 13, and we thought, you know, he's probably going to get around 80. Now he ended up getting 90, but the gap was so wide. The other now, leverage Khalil, big. sorry, the other uh, leverage Khalil had was, um, I, I know I can get more money from somebody else, and I can make you like, I'll just I'll you trade me. That's fine. You'll have to trade me, and I'll get paid by somebody else. Like the Cowboys aren't trading Amari Cooper. No, but they have other guys to pay, and this is where I think one of the articles on Khalil last year, or I mean the thought on Khalil being kind of mad is that Gabe got paid first, Derek got paid first. All these guys are getting paid, and then it was like, God, you're not going to pay me, and then I kind of have to wait, and then you're kind of being stingy. Where I think Amari time to get paid but if you're the Cowboys are you going to pay Amari before you pay Zeke are, are you going to pay Amari before you try to figure this thing out with Dak now I probably would but you just see how it could get complicated what if those guys get broken off and he doesn't well let's go back to the 49ers though like how many years away are we from Odell needing to redo his contract before it's up well he to me he's he's been underwhelming because he hasn't been playing and he's been playing with a shitty play he got hurt two years ago this year, I think he had like 77 catches. He was solid. I mean, he looked fine. His quarterback just let him down. Yeah, a year. Because if he came to the Niners, had an incredible year, and had 100 catches, I would then not blame Odell for wanting new money. Now, but here would be my counter. You are one of the top paid players. It's not like you're vastly underpaid. Like, to me, the argument would be guys like Devontae Adams making 14 and a half gets 10 touchdowns next year. It's like, motherfuckers, I'm six, seven million under. To right. me, Odell... 
even if he had a big year, it's like, hey, man, you're still the third highest paid player in the league. Yeah, it's such, like I think this contract is really good in that it's it's a it's good for him at 21 this year, 19-2 next year, but it's also good enough that uh, for the team that you're going to see other receivers get close to that number and you're going to feel good about paying it. Although maybe no one will quite go over it, so he's still going to be able to be at the top of the list. I I I think the issue that these that what Odell or what Antonio just did. And when you bring up, uh, when you bring up Odell Beckham Jr. or Khalil Max or Aaron Donald, guys freak out when they get to the point of the fake contract. When it's like not a penny's guaranteed anymore. The moment I slip, you'll just get rid of me. Where like Odell, he's not even close to that point because he's got guaranteed money for like the next couple years. So it's like you can't do shit with like you just gotta pay me. Right. Well, I think they Antonio was at the point where he was like six months away from going into this basically like the equivalent of a free agent year, even though he's still under contract, but the contract is useless. And that's where I think the tipping point with really good players can be. Now, you just don't often see non-quarterbacks get to the point in their contract, and Odell is still two years away from where it's just the contract is just fluff. Yeah, you're right. It's it's two years. It's two years. So if you're the Giants, his value in theory, unless now he might ball out. But based on the contract, his value is probably a little better today than it is on this day next year in terms of what you could get back. Now, if he just – I mean, he's only 26, so he might just go out and have 100 catches and 17 touchdowns. And But if you traded for Odell, you'd be thinking, I got this guy for the next six, seven years. Like, you're thinking, I'm going to give him another yes, contract. Yes. It might just be earlier than you thought. And you might not even feel that bad about it if he changes around your franchise. Now, he's got to, he's got to stay on the field. But I, I think you're two years away from that. So you're 100% right. His value right now is much stronger than it, even if he just has another solid year, but he'd be the type of guy that would want new money. I, I just think he was a he was a good – I think he's an attractive asset for the 49ers before. I think just watching the Antonio thing play out, he's a more attractive asset today. Uh, I, saw, I saw Jay Glazer say on Instagram, he's like, the one thing that this – That the NFL thing- should hire combat vets as referees? I, I like that idea, guy. I really kind of did. But uh, I, I thought that I, I really actually like that idea. I'm glad you brought that up. That this Antonio Brown trade, the three and the five, like it could have impacts negatively or positively on just some trades. Like let's say the Atlanta Falcons were open to trading Julio or the Giants end up pulling the trade for Odo Beckham. Three and a five is not great value. Right. Like, is it realistic to ask for like multiple ones? Like, what is the value on Odell Beckham today after that trade? Or is the AB situation kind of just different? I think it's different because you have to pay him, and he was like going scorched earth. Yes, the bigger issue probably is because you have to pay him. Uh, but the scorched earth thing is not nothing because you know that the team that has him doesn't have a lot of leverage. So, so to me, what is Odell Beckham's value right now? Is it what we've been talking about? Flop a two and a six, give a second, and then what's next year? Is, is a one too strong? Uh, on paper, a one, that, a two, and a flop? Of, yeah, that, that that's considered giving two ones and a two, even though we don't like considering it that. Yeah, that's – God. I know we've been talking about it for a, for a while. It's the more I keep saying it out loud, the more it sounds like too much. Yeah, the, the more we talk about it, I agree with you. Um, I I think. What about two a and flop six. and a one? Or a flop and a two? I mean, a flop and a two obviously feels better, but is that good enough for Odell Beckham if you're the Giants? 
what if I did a flop? So you get two, I get six, mm-hmm. you get 36, and you get my next year's two. So I get to keep my one. Yeah, I mean, I'd have, I'd offer that. You'd, you'd rather do two for six and next year's one? So you still get six, Odell Beckham, and pick 36? You just don't have next year's one? So you could argue they got two ones, even though I don't think you, you and I wouldn't consider it like that. I'd feel better, I think, about a flip-flop and two twos than a flip-flop and one one. Although, because this, this, this year's two is like almost a one. This year's two is really good. That's why it was powerful for the Raiders not to give up their two in the San Antonio Brown trade. Yeah. And that's where if you're a Steelers fan, you're like, how the fuck we not at least get the two? That that's what makes you feel really good is because you have three ones, you could have you could see them overpaying with one of those ones, thinking, well, we've got three of them. What the hell? And they didn't do it. I mean, they see, didn't get I, close. I to would them. not even say one of those ones. I'm just saying they they might look at that pick thirty five. Yeah, or even yeah. That's where I think the Niners with Odell that pick thirty six means a lot to them because they look at it. I've listed the names before. Darius Leonard. I, I don't know if you checked. He was an all-pro last year, pick 36. Darius Slay. Derek Carr. Like, in the last six or seven years, that pick, and if you just, even if it wasn't that pick, if you just looked at pick 34, 35, 36, the last five or six years, you're gonna, you would notice a lot of names. Well, right? so, yeah, I mean, it, it makes the point again. The cost in acquiring Odell Beckham is not his contract. You'll happily pay that contract. The cost is the picks cost is the pick you, you would the Niners would take Odell's contract right now guy and add six open. million dollars to it if yeah. it meant they could get him for a third yeah <laughs> like again they, they don't like you whatever uh, uh Antonio just got like what uh, the added money worked out to be right 19 a year for the next three years Niners would be cool with that with Odell even though I, Antonio's a better player or whatever the money is not the issue to me at all it's just are they like you know, John Mara says he kind of wants to keep him, but if you blow us away, he would okay the trade. Right. Like, well, fuck, what blow him away? That, that's why I keep bringing up that second one because I think you kind of have to blow him away. Unlike Antonio Brown, he's not really just being dangled out there. Like, the GM might want to get rid of him, and I've heard he does. But if you're John, like, you are a businessman. You need to stay relevant in New York, and he is a superstar, and you've already paid him. But if I go, hey, John, I got us two ones and a two. I'd fucking just get rid of them. Start over. <laughs> yeah. I think they would do that. I think the Giants would do that. But I, I also think that the elephant in the room is if he's available, Gruden can make an offer that's pretty strong. Yeah. That is, he could. He could get Odell and Antonio and Le'Veon. Playoffs? Yes. Or just total implosion. No in between. No nine and seven solid year. They would be an incredible Madden team. Because would you rather do like, what if they're like, okay, I'll give you 27 and 35 for Odell? If, would the, you asking would the Giants say yes to that? That's like, pretty how good. Did the, how did the Niners top that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who would have a higher selling jersey, Odell or Antonio? Odell. If they're both I Raiders, I don't. It's Odell Beckham, I don't think it's close. I mean, he's one of the, he's more famous than Antonio. Yeah, and he's got a New York fan. I, I, maybe I'm underselling Antonio. I don't know. All right, 
I think you're probably right. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.